0: Python Radio with your host, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
1: Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. And tonight we are going to be joined by uh, Ben Frame from A and B Reptiles. We're going to be talking carpet pythons. Uh, should be should be good. Uh, we'll get them on here in a second. What's going on, man?
2: Eh, not much. Getting I, I got a show this weekend. I'm I'm
1: stealing table
2: Ooh. spots from the short-tailed <laughs> people. You know, it's uh, 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 <laughs> I, I ham, I, H- Hamburgs this weekend, and I'm gonna uh, piggyback off of Matt Minutola's table. So, you know, um, I like these kind of shows because it's been a while since I've ended like, like right behind Matt. So, I'm looking forward to that. Well, that's cool.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> that's
1: that's that's cool. It's always fun hanging out with Matt at the Hamburg show. Um, you, or is this a bad one? Well, it's the February
2: Hamburg show. So the rumor is tax that time? February – Yeah, which, okay, you, you have your tax return if you're one of those crazy people that does their taxes in January, right? Like some people are going to have to wait till like March and April to get their stuff. So – but yeah, a lot of people have that, and usually usually February Hamburg's a good one. I'm going to feel weird though because Matt's got that like big director's chair now. So, like, if I sit down next to him, like, he's going to be up high, and I'm going to be, like, real down low, it'll be like, I'll, I'll experience the world through, like, <laughs> your eyes. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's
1: a Good times.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> apparently, apparently, at Carpet Fest, we're having Hobbit Wars, and... Um, I don't know <laughs> what the hell
2: happened. <laughs> well, you know, those reptile and chill guys show up, and then all of a sudden now, I, you know, I have to sponsor you in a, like, a, in a Hobbit fight, and this is getting ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I will a, but a I, Hobbit toss? It. I think there's a Hobbit yeah. toss involved. Um, somehow there's going to be a battle of podcasts. Um, yeah, we're we'll fighting. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, might, I might be dead, man. Well, actually, no. The UK Carpet Fest is after ours, yeah. Ours is so worse. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have a choice next year. You might have a host because I might be dead after that. You man. might be dead.
0: I mean, you know, yeah. yeah.
1: Jesus. Well, yeah. well,
2: we'll try our best. I told them that if you do die over there just to send your body back, I mean, I figure that's a bit yeah. like the least they could do. Yeah, I mean. Sure.
1: Yeah, I think Dory yeah. would probably want that, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she <laughs> <might>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> send his wallet back. That's all I need. Everybody
2: there it is. is.
0: <laughs> just God. goes through your
2: pockets uh-huh. when you get there and just leaves the rest yeah. of you. It's like, all right, well. <laughs>
0: well yeah. That was well.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we, we have Ben for a, uh, for, I think he's here for about an hour. So we'll, yeah. uh, we'll talk about what's going on with us afterwards. We'll just jump right, right. into to, uh, get it going with Ben. All right. Hey, Ben, welcome to NPR. Hey. How you doing, man? Hey, going good, man. How's it going? Yeah, we're Great. doing all right. Good, good, good. So Ben, we ask every person
3: who's on the show, um,
2: what got you into reptiles?
3: Man, that goes, that probably goes way back to when I was a little kid. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, watching Discovery Channel on TV. You know, my grandparents used to give me those old National Geographic videos every year. You know, I think that's what really started it. Mm-hmm. Well, the what, was name, the f- what
2: was the first one?
3: What was my first reptile?
2: Uh, Yeah, what was the first kind of into it?
3: So, my very first reptile ever was a Siloacea retic, of all things. (laughs) I was jumping in with...
0: Jesus! (laughs) Right, right, right. Talk about jumping in head first. Holy crap!
3: (laughs) Right, and then immediately after that, I went to a wild-caught pair of the Albert's pythons.
2: Oh my
0: god (laughs) man!
3: Yeah so um, I had to learn a lot very quickly
0: (laughs) Very quickly
3: with that Siloacee
1: How big did that get? Oh god she put
3: And it was a female too um, She was probably Close to 10 foot in the first year And a half Oh wow okay. okay Yeah she got huge And then
0: when I finally got
3: rid of her, she was 18 foot and...
0: Holy hell.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess you abandoned the uh, retics after that. Is that uh, (laughs) safe to say?
3: It was uh more of a, it was more of a, I moved out of a state and moved into a state which no longer allows said animals. Oh, I got it. Okay, you.
2: so it was forced.
3: Yes, yeah, it was a forced thing. Okay. So,
0: yep.
2: what drew you to the carpets? Was it just because they were allowed, or was there something that kind of pulled you in?
3: So, I remember going to an exotic pet store down in Virginia Beach back in the early 2000s, and they had this I don't even know if it was a pure jungle, but they had this jungle female in there that was full grown. I mean, she was probably six foot, seven foot long. And I just loved how inquisitive they were. You know, you could still have a sizable animal, you know, they're not aggressive when they get older. It was just a lot more interesting and easier for me to care for. Cool. Right. <laughs> So was it a particular, uh, like, so
2: that's what kind of drew you in. Is it like, did you land on coastals or jungles? Are you pretty
3: good with all of them? My first, my first one was an IJ. Nice. And That's (laughs) unacceptable. Like that's, that's (laughs) no, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. My first one was an IJ and I just fell in love with them from there. (laughs) That's that's great. Um, Yep. You know, so and then I got like, out of it for, I got out of it for about 10 years or so, and I just really started picking it back up about a year or so ago, two years ago.
0: hmm
3: what, what, what brought you back in? I just, I just wanted, I don't know, I, it was more of a hobby at the beginning, and then, you know, I started thinking about things, and I just decided to pursue it farther.
2: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, did you have any animals left over from the original My time? Original collection? Like, yeah, yeah.
3: No, I had to start okay. all over.
2: Wow. Yep. That must have. Yep. So, so I'm was...
3: a I'm a newbie of the group. <laughs> Kinda, <laughs> but um. So what was the
2: first one? Um. Now that you're getting back in, was it another IJ again?
3: It was. It was a trio of IJs.
0: You like wait
2: I, I, <laughs> I keep giving you opportunities, but you keep just never mind. <laughs> never mind. Anyway,
3: but um so actually I got I got really lucky when I got back into it and I actually picked up an entire collection from uh a, a lady called Yeah, called Anna, Anna Satarsky out of Boston. Okay. So Yeah, so I lot. ended up with almost her yeah, I almost ended up with almost her entire collection. At the beginning, which was sweet.
2: <laughs> that
3: is kind of cool. Um so what's the collection look like now? Oh god, little of everything. Um excellent. <laughs> almost all Morelia. I've got you know that I've got that balen Red Tiger, Leary tri I've got the head exantics, um a lot of different jungles. But other than that, that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now.
1: So, so the coastal stuff, and then some mostly jungles, though, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What kind
0: of jungles? Yeah, I'm working on Oh, uh, it's just
3: to be honest, when a lot of the stuff that I got was undocumented. Mm, okay. Um, so it was just visual, visual stuff that I that I liked a lot of Stripes stuff with, with the jungle is going
1: on. Yep. Yeah. Still to this day like a lot of people really haven't like of all the selective breeding that's been done with jungles, stripe seems to be the one that's kind of like left out. There's like a
3: few <laughs> right. like to it, you know? <laughs> well, well they're coming.
0: <laughs> ah, don't don't nice. you worry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> give me yeah time, yeah you're gonna see you're gonna see lots of things with stripes come out of a and b here in the next couple of years
1: now there your was... stripe projects are they like the 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 solid black or the tipped out black like or both i've got a i've got i've got a
3: little of both going cool okay. i'm going both ways with it
2: i like that because then you can pick mm-hmm. and shoot, pick your flavor you know and Right, right. I was talking to Scott Borden a while back, and one of the uh, advice we he, don't li- we don't like that guy. I mean, I mean, we to tolerate <laughs> him. I, we we really just kind of let him
3: play, and, and never mind. Anyway, what you were saying, Scott Borden, yeah, but <laughs> God, But you know, I was asking him about holdbacks and things like that, and he said just keep them all for two years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
3: know, and
2: yeah. yeah, I mean that's the obvious. My approach, to keep them all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Eric Burke, just hold on to all of them. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
3: So I have, I have, I have uh, a lot of hatchlings that I'm still watching. I've just started releasing some of the jungles now from last year.
2: And, and okay. how's that? Like, you know, I know you can obviously see them grow and progress, but. Were there some that when they hatched, you were like, that one. That one's going to be awesome. And then, like, this year you were like, all right, get out of here. You're not as good as I thought you were going to be. And the one that maybe you thought was not going to turn out, like, did that one just kind of blow your mind? Was there some of that going on?
3: Yeah, actually. Mm. I had a couple that were really, really slow starters. Uh I mean, these guys took probably four months to get on food at the beginning. Great. A couple of those a couple of those runs, I mean there was only two of them. The rest of them were slamming food from out of the egg. Mm-hmm. But uh that one of the two runs, I mean it's got a you know, less than desirable pattern, but the yellow that's coming out on that thing is just insane.
0: <laughs>
3: that's awesome. They always say it's the prettiest ones that are pain in the ass, right?
2: Yes, that is completely true. So and it's true. Been true.
3: All across the board, it's the pretty
2: ones that, you know, they don't get on food right, or they're picky, or they want like a
3: chicken foot. Like, yeah, it's always the pretty ones. So right, exactly. But yeah, there were a couple standouts. I mean, I've got I've got one male jungle that came out. He's got almost completely black sides with a single dorsal stripe, and that one's going to be interesting to see how he develops.
2: Yeah. Huh. That's that's cool. Because mm-hmm. we we haven't really seen – there were some striped jungle lines, but nothing crazy cool. I mean, I remember Skunk and Flower and a few other things, but nothing – it almost seems like it's an untapped potential. Like, really? Nobody's really gotten there yet, speaking on how many really nice
3: black and yellow jungles there are?
2: uh
0: um, Right.
3: And especially, you know, especially if you throw a little like Palmerston in- influence in there, you can get some really cool things coming out. Yeah. Um, do you think this is kind of they all got this project got swept up because zebras showed up? I don't know, and even then, you don't see a whole lot of zebras. It seems like it seems like the majority of the zebras I'm seeing nowadays are getting mixed with jag. Mm. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't seen too many other than, you know, like Jason Balin. I haven't seen anybody really producing those really nice, you know, striped tigers.
2: Well, that's because I haven't been paying attention to my tigers the last couple of years. Jesus.
0: But no <laughs> 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 oh,
2: but no, you're 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 exactly correct. Where it's like people don't seem to and I guess it also goes down to the picking and choosing of products you want to work with and everybody else just kinda is like eh and let it go by the wayside so it'd be cool to kind of see the projects pick up right yep i'm excited for it for sure yeah um can you talk a little bit a little bit about the uh tri-stripe Balin tiger that you got the history on that snake and then the pairing you did in 2017
3: well, the pairing that happened with that animal in 2017 actually happened through Ryan Dumas from Rad Reptiles. I didn't, uh, produce, I didn't produce the offspring from her. I ended okay. up with her. Ah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I got the, si- or the dam of that clutch and two of her offspring. Okay, that's but, cool. no, that original that original clutch came from uh, Ryan Dumas from Rad Reptiles. That's cool. So but, uh, yeah, she's she's a 2007. Um, the the sire was a Balin Red Tiger, and the dam was a Leary Tristripe.
0: Mm.
2: I think I remember this pairing. Um, yeah, we had yeah. most of yeah. the
1: offspring from it, Owen. <laughs> so this is one of the this is one of the ones that got away. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> We bought like all of them, so yeah. All right, damn it.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, when I
3: seen when I seen that he had her up for sale last summer,
1: I jumped on that without hesitation because that is a killer animal. <laughs> oh okay. So, is- oh, so this is this is the one that I know. What you, I okay. Now I know. All right. You good? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what it did. isn't that what he bred for his hexanic uh, tigers? Uh, uh, mean,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh.
3: Yes.
1: That's that so, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, I have an offspring from that one. And so do you, Owen. We were just talking about it before the Yeah, you well, wait, wait, wait.
2: <laughs> it's not not hammered on all the details yet. But yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. That's great. I yep. have no idea what the next part of this thing says because Donk. Eric just. Ah, wrote no, it a jungle. Yeah.
0: What what? What the hell? That's is Donk. one of his jungles. All right,
2: well now we know.
0: Donk <laughs> <You're> Donk. <Yeah. laughs> All right, tell us about yeah, Donk. Donk.
3: I'll tell you about Donk. Yeah. Um so Donk is a i i call him the freak show male because he is just enormous. Um oh. I think I think Owen had a picture he posted not too long ago of a coastal that was just gigantic. Uh-huh. Well, was that yeah. Owen? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what, it, yeah.
2: It, out of the two people here, it wasn't Eric. It would have <laughs> never been Eric. No, so.
1: no definitely not. Yeah. Me.
2: Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it was probably my, uh, coastal Sophie. So yeah. So
3: yeah. But, um, when I got him, he was gigantic. I mean, he was close to 11 pounds. Holy
0: shit. How how long?
3: He's he's easily seven foot. Damn. (laughs)
0: Damn.
3: But we ended up putting him on a diet (laughs) (laughs) right after we got him. I mean that, that big male I mean, I don't know how how you guys feel about, you know, certain things on HUD's husbandry, but He's so big that he literally gets fed three times a year right now.
2: That's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a big yeah. male? Yeah, you're good. <laughs>
3: that's, yeah, that's yeah. Bur- he gets fed once in the spring, once in the late summer, and then I give him one last small meal in the winter, and that's about it.
2: Damn, he's huge. I'm looking at pictures of him right now, you know. Mhm.
3: Yeah, if you stick- scroll down on my Instagram, you'll see pictures with my daughter holding him up just to show how big he is.
2: That is a thick, thick carpet too. I mean, what are you feeding him now? Just large rats? Yeah, I feed him
3: large rats now. Gumbo rats, three times a year.
2: That's fine. He'll live. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's good enough for him. He's a male, so that's awesome. Though.
0: So, I mean, he's got. He's probably a little bit on the heavy side. I got you. Uh-oh.
2: Yeah, we are oh, yeah. breaking up there a little bit. A little bit. Yeah,
3: he's, uh, he's definitely a proven breeder. He tries to mate with anything I stick in there with him.
2: <laughs> but do you have any girls big enough to breed with him, or does he not really care? He
3: he's he's actually pretty gentle with the ladies. Oh God,
0: <laughs> 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 he doesn't.
3: I haven't seen it as a problem, but no, none of my none of my jungle females are that big. Jesus,
0: <laughs> God. I wonder.
2: I, do you have any history on him? I mean, do you think maybe that there's I, some coastal blood in there?
3: As far as we can track down, I know it was produced by a guy named Larry Slippery back in 2010. Um, and when I originally got him from Anna. I mean, we're we're ninety nine percent sure. We just don't have the documentation to prove it,
2: mm. right? Okay,
3: you know what I'm saying?
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Might be some but, byproduct yeah, of a jungle as, jag. It it could be, but I mean, he's got a ton of black in him. So I mean, it's really you know, it's one of those things. Unless you know the lineage, you can't really say for sure. But yeah, but uh, we're ninety. You know, we're we're ninety five. Percent sure that he's pure jungle.
0: Wow. Mhm. Yeah, it's a big snake.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's huge. It almost looks. Uh, is it like on the? It, like he has a white tone to him. Is he? Yeah. Is he pale Yeah. He,
3: he's super pale. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. I mean, he's, you
2: he's, would
1: like? Go ahead, Owen.
2: I mean, like, you'd normally assume, like, ivories. I've never seen an ivory that big, but hell if I know. Only ivories I've seen are yours. So,
3: eh. <laughs> <laughs> right. That. And that was one of the things when I first started, you know, I didn't really know about lineage and things like that. Because when I was originally collecting, that wasn't really a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It was. You know? <laughs> Nobody cared about that shit. No right one down. cared.
0: a <laughs> carpet. Right, right. <laughs> back
3: then it was, you know, the, the, the start off of the whole ball python craze and, you know, corn snakes were the norm. And
1: I have to ask that question and it kind, of, it kind of backs it up. But, like, what was it like, you know, you got out of it for a while and then you come back in. Were you like, were you surprised what? at how far the hobby had come or were you I was surprised how many
3: how many royal pythons were out there to be honest with you <laughs> cuz i mean there were there were man i don't even think you could get anything other than wild types back then i mean maybe albinos right but if you wanted stuff with you know different colors you went the corn snake more for out back then
0: mm-hmm. and right. now it
3: seems like if you go to any of these reputable shows you know you can you know with the proper research you can leave there with just about anything
1: it's kind of sure. cool yeah yeah notice uh i'm going to give a quick shout to the reptile and chill guys that you know it seems like when they have americans on their podcast they can't seem to call you know them correctly Royal pythons is what we call them on NPR. That's how it goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and even the
1: guests are to it. <laughs> yeah, we, we started that. I mean, that was us.
0: God. Yes.
1: So, <laughs> I just heard their podcast the other day, and everybody kept calling them ball pythons, and they kept telling them, no, it's royal pythons, you know.
2: So, oh, well, but, next time we're on, that's all I'm going to say. But anyway, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll with,
1: <laughs> anyway, I'll like, cross I that right. later.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, I don't know. What other I mean, is there? Anything that you want to add to your collection that you're looking to add into uh, what you got going on?
3: Oh, there's always stuff I want to add. <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> yeah. it's true. Story. I mean, every time I pull up, you know. Any one of your guys' sites, I'm like, I want that, I want that, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, unfortunately, it's but, um, this year, this year I'm working on upgrading equipment, getting some new enclosures, things like that. Okay. That's good. You well, know, that's a perfect yeah,
1: segue. What What are you yeah. looking to? What are you changing up? Just better caging, huh? or do you do racks? Caging yeah, better both.
3: A little of both, yeah. Most of my stuffs in rack systems, but okay. uh, yeah, I want to get some some of the big, you know, like four foot animal plastics enclosures or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Well, you better order them now, and you'll get them like some. You'll next get them by in year, so. two years. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's. Yeah, I heard uh, they got a. Well, hey, the other whew, thing brutal. I would
2: say is to go to uh, what I would recommend to anybody if you're going to do cages or racks or anything like that contact the company and pick them up at a show like Tinley park or any of the other larger shows or contact uh, a a cage per someone who provides cages at a local reptile show that you go to. Um, Then you'll actually get your cages and racks faster because now there's like a deadline. They know they have to have your rack by Tinley park. And Ah. that's the way to do it. Um, If you Hmm. order it and then be like, wait, it will be, I ordered, when did I get? When did I order that rack, dude? Was it like July and I got it in December or something like that? It was yeah, months ago. Wow. So yeah, it was yeah. Don't do it that way, you know. And gotcha. uh, so that's but what see, you're gonna now, do. Is the what? Owen just got told everybody the to, right there. I Owen did. And, and now everybody
1: the pro tips, and now everybody's gonna do it.
3: And then
2: we're gonna have no <laughs> go racks
1: for
3: us.
0: <laughs> they're, they're Right? They're gonna wonder
3: why they have fifty orders to Tenley this year. Well, right. you know, whatever. It's it, I got the problem now is that I
2: want to upgrade to six-foot cages, and those are hard to come by. You know, Jesus, they're expensive. So I'll
3: get there. Cool. Gotcha. All
1: right, so you're going to upgrade to four-foots, you know, like the, what are they, T8, well, I've, T10, I've got a couple. something
3: no, like no, that? Oh, I, I need to get more of them, yeah.
2: Got Good. You. Good. Always get more.
3: Yeah. Um Yeah, you need more space, right? That way you can acquire more animals.
0: It's a vicious yeah. cycle. Yeah. I Unfortunately. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's a vicious cycle.
3: <laughs> then you gotta buy a bigger house and uh uh-huh. you know, yeah, bigger I, know.
0: Yeah. I
3: mean, Yeah. <laughs> so I
2: mean it's, what, what, what are you doing temperature-wise? Are you heating the room? Do you have panels in, your, in these cages? Or what are you planning on doing it that way?
3: So everything I have right now is uh, in rack systems. I, the room sits naturally at about 73 degrees. So, I mean, that's really nice. Um, and they're all running belly heat. They're all running belly heat on thermostats right now.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, cool. Okay. So do you do anything as far as um you know, this is something that uh <clears throat> I've been sort of going back and forth with as of late. Perching. What are your what do you what are your thoughts on perching? Do you do you give perches? And if so, what it, do you use? <laughs> yeah,
3: it's funny you said that. I almost posted a picture the other day of my hatchling rack because I've got you can see through all the, the tubs in my hatchling rack and there was mm-hmm. a perfect 50 50 split on, <laughs> you know, between the IJs and the jungles of which ones were perching and which ones weren't. Yeah. Um, I think it's all on the individual animal to be honest with you. Yeah, no,
2: I, I'd agree to that. I mean, and I and also think that everything that we would assume would perch, sometimes they just don't. I mean, I got right. my ruffies, and I put in like a ton of perches, and they were like sat on the ground. I'm like, what well, wait, wait. It's like you're supposed to be up there, so <laughs> right, yeah, and, and then you've wait.
3: got like my big male donk that perches on anything he can sit on
2: exactly like, you know you're too heavy, really, French dude, yeah,
3: right, yep, yep, he's always off the ground if he can be,
2: that's cool.
1: Like so, that. are you gonna go? I know Animal Plastic does the whole shelf thing. You thinking about that? I I, I don't know. I've I've thought about that.
3: Um, uh, he, he's in he's in a four foot by two foot enclosure now with a shelf, and he's on that thing ninety percent of the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Adding adding I, the shelf. I, like,
3: I think, I think they do. I think they really like the shelf. Yeah.
2: I I I think the shelf's good, and then if you can't get the shelf, um, I have the big bins that they go in for hides, and they'll sleep gotcha. on top of those. So it's like a it's a it's a shelf that they can move around and sit on top right. of. Like you know yeah, it's uh, anything I think that kind of gets them up off the ground they
3: feel better about. So right yeah some do
2: Others and I don't get too
0: and
3: if the perch is too skinny they won't sit on it either. So I've been. Doubling up the perches in some of them, and they've started using them a lot more. Yeah. Um, oh, okay.
2: You know what when, I'm saying? Making
3: them double wide instead of just a single PVC pipe or something, put two of them in there next to each other. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So it's double so like, wide. You see what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. And they tend to have, they like that wider surface.
0: Huh. Okay.
2: So it's like flat. When, when I used to work for a zoo, we had all these big macaw perches and they're like shaved down, like carved wood kind of stuff. And the macaws would rip them up. And then I'd take Mm -hmm. them home, cut off the ends and anchor them into my snake cages. And those were great because there was like a natural flowing log or whatever the hell. And that worked out. It just, it was so damn heavy. Um, and the carpets would definitely coil up on top. So what you're saying is it's not like, some people would say, like, why don't you just go out and get like a a bigger piece of PVC or a, a wider diameter? You're saying that they like it, kind of like a horizontal kind of thing, almost like Correct. having yeah. a shelf.
3: Okay. Mhm. Awesome. From my experience, anyway.
1: Okay.
2: That's a good idea. I
3: like yeah.
2: It. Eric's gonna steal
1: right. it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> with the cages, are you using are you using uh, heat tape or radiant heat panels? What's what's your approach there?
3: on all my racks I'm using heat tape and then right. it's radiant heat in the
1: cages in the cages. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really digging them as of late as well. My diamond pythons are loving those things, man. Plus they're like, diamond. the cages. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah I, I started moving them to caging. Um, and slowly, yeah, I'm sort of going to do the same thing probably over the next year and a half to slowly switch over to more caging than right. Uh,
3: that's,
2: then that's
1: my racks.
3: thought process for this year.
1: Yeah. It,
2: it it's completely selfish. I enjoy caging because I enjoy seeing them. Like it, it yes. Like uh, there are plenty of racks out there that will do the exact same job and all that other fun stuff, but I want to see my guys, so you know, it's completely on right. me. Yeah. Um yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. So, uh what's your approach to breeding i mean it's we're in the thick of it now i mean what are you what are you guys up to
3: right now so i've got them all separated right now um, mm-hmm. after that we got real big temperature drop this, this weekend, and uh i separated them all i think it was a high of seven degrees last night i offered Sweet. them all small meal last last weekend so I'm letting them clean that out, and then I'm going to put them back together this weekend. But uh, no, Donk and his female, they've had multiple locks this year, so she's getting ready to, I'm pretty sure she's getting ready to do her pre-lay shed. But as far That's as awesome. the
0: specifics, Yeah,
3: so as far as the specifics of breeding them, um, I found an old Aussie forum post, and I've just kind of gone off of that, and it's worked well for me the last two years uh basically saying keep it simple about october i slow down the food you know and then i start Mm -hmm. lowering the temperatures in november and once i start lowering the temperatures i only do it at night i just turn the heat off at night right and then yeah and then i give them you know their full time basking temperature during the day and then Mm -hmm. december after you know i cooled them for a little bit i'll I, I introduced the females into the male cage, and really? that seems to work well. hmm Really? Is that
1: you did on mm-hmm. accident, or is it something you did on purpose? And It's
3: just one of those things that, you know, because he's in the big enclosure already, and she's mm-hmm. in the rack system. I just said, why not? Let's just try it this way the first year, and he didn't seem to mind, so that's how I've been doing it.
1: Oh, Okay. Well, that just, uh, goes to the thought of, uh, knowing your animals and Mm. what, you know, individually.
0: uh,
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So you kind of have the same approach and and you're up here on the, uh, you're, you're in New York, right? New York. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're right here with us, uh, on the East coast, Northeast. (laughs) It's like the perfect spot to breed (laughs) carpet pythons, man. (laughs) You it need is. I don't
3: know. have to do. In, I don't really have to do anything except for like crack a window or you know
0: yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Turn it's the heat nice. off at night. <laughs>
0: That's cool.
1: So what are some yep. of the what what's some of the breedings that you got going on? The jungles. What what else do you have going on? How, like how many pairs do you have this season?
3: I have, I have only jungles going this year. Oh okay. wow. Yep, I have I have three potential clutches going. Um the one from that big male and then I have you were talking about tipping earlier. I mm-hmm. have a pair I have a pair of uh pure jungles that just had insane amount of tipping. So I'm working on that project a little bit. And then I've actually got a pair of siblings from that same clutch but they don't have nowhere near the tipping. So I'm just I got those two together just to see what comes out because there's so much variability on carpet clutches. Yeah, that
1: would that be what, cool to see. That's what makes it so much fun. You
2: know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, my yeah, number. Because,
1: <laughs> so. yeah yeah, but you could simply have like you know uh, normal, you know subspecies pick pick your choice and you know you're gonna get that random weird one that never wants to eat, but looks so crazy, you know?
2: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Uh, yeah.
2: And that, and that'll be but, cool to see if you can get the different, um, looks, even though they are related, but that they look so drastically different. I mean, I would like to see that, which even right, though they are related. That's
3: the idea. I'm curious to see what all else is going on in there.
2: Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh.
0: Okay,
3: but yeah, that's, so, that's all I, I. That's all I've got go going on this year.
1: Okay, um, so are you? Uh, what's your approach with the eggs? You let the mom take them, or you take them?
3: No, I artificially incubate them <laughs> uh,
2: it was no it's it, it's it's called mi as in i use my incubator
0: so you know I you've been saving
2: that one up no you? i haven't i actually and i'm and, and he's gonna faint when i do this but i actually that was uh, i stole that from uh francis from buddy today because he said that to me and i told him i was going to steal it and apparently it was just really set up so thank you buddy for giving me uh, that yeah. wonderful joke, now he can, uh, you know, he, can die, he can die happily. So there you go.
0: <laughs>
1: nice, very cool. All right. So you do artificial? Do you do anything special with the uh, you know with the eggs? What kind of incubator? All that kind of stuff.
0: Um,
3: and I used a combination of vermiculite. And, um, the, you know, that light diffuser for the lights to, yeah. So I use that to keep the eggs up off of the, the substrate.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. But
3: other than that, I just try to keep the, you know, the humidity high, keep them right about, you know, 88 degrees and
0: gotcha.
2: Let them ride. Uh, Is it, is it a homemade incubator or did you purchase one? It is a homemade incubator
3: nice <laughs> yeah i'm a bit of a hobbyist so i try to if i can build it myself i try to i would love to see how
2: many aftermarket like soda fridges became incubators like is coca cola out there wondering where the hell they all went i mean
1: <laughs>
2: got to be right
1: <laughs> yeah whenever whenever one breaks down in um in the stores you know they'll somebody yeah. will be like Hey Eric, uh, you want one of you want this uh, Coke fridge or you know, Pepsi <laughs> fridge or uh, Red Bull fridge or? i was just like, eh, nah. I'm Do good. you have a
2: storage a <laughs> full of fridges you didn't tell me about? Because I am be like, dude, <laughs> I had them. I had them
1: forever. Right? Nobody wanted them. So. I wish I had that problem.
2: Uh, I mean, exactly. I have one in my garage that nobody will buy from me because it's a small one, but it's there. I gutted it already. Uh, so, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, what are you going to do? Um, but as far as, I guess, so you said you're doing jungles this season, and you're doing, Correct. is there any project that you're really excited about? You mentioned the, the tipping. Is there another one that's kind of you're driving for? This
3: year, not mm-hmm. so much. The, okay. the The fun stuff's going to happen next
1: year. Next year?
3: <laughs> you're just, so what do you got waiting. next year? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'm hoping for, uh, exantic tigers. Damn. That's, that's, that's one of the big things for next year.
1: Okay. Wow.
3: And I need to find, uh, one and I've got those two female, um, caramels from Lon Dex Dietzler that I that's won what, from you yep. guys at carpet fest last year.
1: Okay. Oh my god,
2: wait, is that the combination of our two lines that is just a horrible abomination that we shouldn't talk about? No. Okay, good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going, wait, what? (laughs) Well, don't I know?
2: Lon was the only guy that bought animals from both me and Eric for a while, so it was always the talk of that Eric's snakes were going to go slumming because they were going to be breeding Ah. through, like, my snakes. So, yeah, we weren't allowed to talk about it
3: the sides. <laughs> but no that's but cool yeah, so I, yeah i'm waiting for i'm waiting for a nice exantic male or something to go with them and i think you can kind of see where i'm going with that
2: Ah, uh, yes i do
3: <laughs> so that's cool.
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah so that's that's primarily what my um my focus is going to be from here forward is that exantic line i think
2: okay so you're just gonna keep the jungles going, but you're really gonna focus in on the Exantic stuff? Correct. Okay. Is that are you gonna start working Because I know Exantic Tiger is the one that the people are after. Are you gonna start trying to work it into some other stuff? Like uh I know you say Carmel. Um mm-hmm. but maybe even further down the line extend outside of coastal?
3: Uh potentially.
0: Okay. All Potentially. Right, so uh, baby steps. Baby steps.
3: <laughs> I, I try not to get I try not to get too Won't far <laughs> ahead of myself or, uh, or else I try to, you know, spend money that I don't have. True. Eric's like pair it with the
2: zebra now. I mean like that's <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: Yeah.
3: I on there and I had to like I had the message right now multiple times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's cool. That's um, cool. something really fun to see in the <throat> future would be exanthic super zebra.
2: You broke up there. I mean, what was yeah. the? I heard exantic super
3: zebra, but other than that, it was all static.
0: Oh, sorry about that. Yeah,
3: it, I said that'd be something fun to see in the in the future it would be. You know, a Super Zebra Exantic that's, you know, just that platinum white. Yeah.
2: Those those are always nice looking when they come out.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Yeah. I would, uh, well, maybe one day.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: There's,
3: there's talks of, you know, moon glows and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm
1: not know. quite there yet. You said baby steps. Baby steps are well, good. Yeah, for me it took me what, what was it, Owen? Like six years to make double head snows. I <laughs> so did God. A, I need a I need another six years to make just snows and then uh, you yeah. know, another six years to make right. moon glows. You know? Right. So How, right. You right. So that's kinda it's Yeah, that's kinda
3: long. in the same situation, only I'm just starting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So but so yeah, it's it, you feel so much better to get to that project when
2: you've built every single step along the way. Right. And you that's know? the idea. Yep. That's that's awesome. Yeah, You know, cool. Eric, Eric, if you had gotten the double heads the first year, they'd be like beyond breeding age by the time you finally got them. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, not to, like, rub salt
0: in the (laughs) bone. Shoulda, coulda,
1: woulda, right? (laughs) Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Thanks, pal. Um... You're
0: welcome. (laughs) (laughs)
2: uh, I I guess guess we're going to talk about the uh, carpet market here real quick. Um, Okay. I mean, what's your thoughts of new people getting carpet? I mean, you got to way back when they were. Like barely any more, and now you're getting back into it. Now that we're kind of buried amongst it, I mean, what is your Mm -hmm. take on
3: that? Um, I think it's great. Honestly, I think I think that uh, the fact that the hobby is growing the way it is is awesome. I mean, there there's always going to be, you know, those certain people out there that you don't always agree with, but to each their own. You can't. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think there's a place for everything. You know, I think you're talking about the morphs and things. Mm. I think it's great that they're, you know, that there's so much going on. There's so much availability.
2: Right. Right. There's a lot of different stuff out there now.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you have, do you have any excitement about the hypo now that that's uh, the hypo coastal? I do. No,
3: I think. Oh, no, you weren't talking to me. Sorry. No. <laughs> those ones. Uh, what is it? Troy Bromi posted. Yeah, those things are on fire.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: They were oh. so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah.
3: I actually shot him a message the other day asking him what his feeding schedule was on those things because, good lord,
1: <laughs> his
0: 2018
3: my 2017s.
1: <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> he's he's excited for those ones <laughs> for sure That's Yeah, you awesome. can tell the projects that you like and the projects that you put on the back page, right? <laughs> those, you know? right. those other ones yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. big mice story. Right. you guys like yeah i got it
3: <laughs> right yeah no those things are those things are exceptional
1: yeah yeah, the knows. hypo <clears throat> hypo tigers, uh, go. You know, I guess you would call real ghost tigers, whatever you want to say. That, that mm. that's going to be a stunning animal. <laughs> stunning animal. I, yeah, yeah, man. So, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I can't um, either. <laughs> exactly, but you have them, I don't. Um, <laughs> do you th- 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 do you feel like there's any kind of oversaturation? of a ton of breeders and a tons of stuff i mean i would say that people kind of don't realize that there are a lot of really good looking breeders a lot of really breeders out a ton of breeders out there making really good looking jungles now it's like it used to be you only could go to like three or four guys it's like now everybody has really nice bright yellow jungles and really dark black i mean do you feel like there's some kind of oversaturation in the market of a few things I know. This is the hard stuff, right?
0: <laughs>
2: oh, you're breaking up Uh-oh. again, Am Hold on.
3: Am I- it's okay. You're in and out. All right, we good now? Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm actually at work hiding up in the office. Right now,
0: so. <laughs> but
3: uh we won't tell no it's yeah (laughs) i I don't know i think it's a good thing in Mm -hmm. the fact that you know it kind of forces some of the price point down a little bit for people you know looking for just a collector item or a pet um you know it gives them the opportunity to get a really nice looking animal um as far as oversaturation, I don't know in this area of New York, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. Okay. In my in my personal experience. Okay.
2: That's good. Mhm. Uh, now, um, aside now what if anything are you looking to grab this season? I you said that like you were always interested in stuff, but is there anything that you know you're keeping your eyes peeled for that one animal that you hope is produced this year that's put in front of you?
3: Man, right now? Right
2: now. This second.
3: Not <laughs> right, right now. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, w- I would really like to get one of uh, Balin's tigers, a male to to breed with the mm. red tiger that i have now. Yeah. That would be really cool.
2: Okay, um, so
3: but if, other than that no no real immediate plans.
2: Okay. So if i go to hamburg this weekend and to jason bailen's table and just send you pictures of his table, would that be torture? Um just ask. <laughs> him. Yeah, do it. Yeah, okay. do it.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: cuz i'll print them out on the
0: refrigerator
3: and I'll Stare at them.
2: You know.
0: <laughs>
3: Eventually I'll end up with one.
1: <laughs> Hashtag life goals. <laughs> that's
0: it. Yeah. Hey, that's how <laughs>
2: that's how goals. I started Tiger Jag stuff. So, you know, that's fine. Um, and, and we know you don't have that much time left with us, so we're going to quick jump to uh, the closing questions real quick. Okay. Um, and that would be, if you keep any reptile without limitations, whether it be by law or by money, what would it be and
3: why? Oh, man, I'd have to go back to that Soloway retic. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if space and money wasn't a thing... Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just something
3: about that species that I fell in love with at the beginning. And I would, I would really like to, you know, have one of them and grow it up to be 20, 25 years old. See what Jeez. All, you know? So, yeah. Take a tomorrow, take a page of uh, Dan Liebet's page there
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's like
2: a rever- it's like a reverse Garrett. it's like you're you're not trying to get tiny, you're just trying to get as big as possible um yeah. like, if they told you you're moving like tomorrow to a state where these things are allowed, you're just gonna start shopping like that's it. Give me my retick. <laughs> yeah that
3: that would be awesome that's cool that would be awesome
2: give it a whole room in the house. I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: It it
3: would need a whole room in the house.
1: <laughs> See, I <clears throat> I'm past the uh like shoveling shit like literally with a shovel.
0: <laughs> you know?
1: Right, right. <laughs> um, right.
2: phrase. <laughs> about to say, I think I have a retic. Eric, you still have one or are you out now?
1: Well, I just have I have two uh locality
2: ones, but yeah. yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's awesome though.
0: Alright, so
2: the next question is if you could go and herp anywhere in the world,
3: where would you want to go and what would you be hoping to find? Oh man. I'd love to go down to Australia and do one of those one of those trips like you guys have done. You know, seeing your guys' post pictures posted and Talking to Nick Mutton a little bit last year about it. That mm-hmm. seems like it would be a ton of fun to do.
2: Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I it is I have to do it. <laughs> it's like I I have to for many reasons. One of which is that if I have to go through one more season of the show hearing about how Eric's been and I haven't
3: uh, it no. <laughs>
0: yeah, not, uh, right, so right, well. <laughs> right. So I'm just
3: living vicariously through you guys at the moment.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, and but that yeah, that that would
3: be that would be great. What would you be hoping to find? Anything. <laughs> All of it, you know. All of this. <laughs> There's just so much there, you know. It's hard to single down one species. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that, anything that's, that's alive, <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, that's how I felt. Even the shit that wasn't alive still was cool. Like, you're looking at rocks, you're like, oh, This is awesome! <laughs> so great,
3: right? Yeah? I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> You feel like you're in Jurassic Park or some shit, you know? It's just like, wow. Great. All right. Right.
0: This is great a gorge. Rock. Like, I've
1: never <laughs> seen two mountains and all of a sudden a valley dip below, but somehow it's magic over here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck.
0: Cool, this cool, is a cool, Pizza cool. Hut,
2: but it's in Australia. We're like, Yeah, I got you. <laughs>
1: so... No, we didn't go to Pizza Hut. It was...
2: Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Domino's.
0: <laughs> Domino's.
2: My, my fault. My fault. Yes. Yeah, uh, shame no, on him. Um, Rob will yell at me, and he'll use it in the mm-hmm. anniversary show four years from now. Anyway,
0: but, um,
2: <laughs> so, but no. Um. So, what is the best way uh, to follow you? Get a hold of you? I mean, if we have any questions about some cool carpets that we want to get into, if we want to see um,
1: what you produced you know, this season,
2: what you produced this year, uh, we want to put some things next to donk so that it makes it look smaller. I mean, what, like, how would we do that? <laughs> a truck, maybe. Awesome.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, Instagram, A and B underscore reptiles is a good way. Um, or Facebook, same thing.
2: Awesome. Okay. Cool. And are you going to be at, uh, what It people could probably catch you walking around, uh, White Plains, are you gonna come down to Northeast Carpet Fest, of course? Oh yeah, I'll be there for sure. Ah,
3: right, cool. Alright, sweet.
2: <laughs> I I miss
0: I I am
3: sorry, I missed the uh Hobbit contest at Southeast, but <laughs> that sounded that sounded
0: like it was a lot. Of... <laughs>
3: well, we'll have our own. Don't you
2: worry. I mean we'll get there. That's gonna be part of it. So Gotcha. Cool. Well, um, Thanks a lot, dude. I mean, is there anything else you want to throw out there? You know, go ahead real quick. Um,
0: um, you're, you're,
2: you're, you're broken up again. That whole, all of that was broken up. <laughs> <laughs> we heard pictures. Yeah, we heard pictures. God. That was it. So see
3: was, <laughs> My biggest, my biggest word
0: of advice:
3: just keep shooting. Eventually, you'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is sound advice like, to
1: live by. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, you yeah. have like uh, this beautiful shot, and people say like, "Oh, they must have got that on the first shot." And it's like, yeah, four hundred pictures later. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. right, right. But yeah. yeah, that's that's the biggest thing to try
1: Okay. You know, don't be afraid. Push
0: button.
2: What happens? Okay. That's what I do. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> cool. Very cool. So, um, Ben, uh, thanks for coming on talking with us. Um, yeah, we'll probably have to have me. you. Yeah, we'll have you swing by when you got a little bit more uh, time to chat with us for a full thing, and uh, you know, we'll definitely catch you <laughs> at Northeast Carpet Fest. All right, man. Oh, you have fun at work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will. Um,
0: (laughs) Nice, cool. All right, have a good one. Uh,
1: Cool. It's like a (laughs) mini-sode
0: Mini,
2: we're there's little flash in the pan episodes that you can you know uh, catch up every once in a while and see what's going on in the world of NPR. You're welcome, America. And the world, anyway. Um, <laughs> please, please stop letting me talk. I have nothing else to say. Why are not you stopping me? <laughs> so,
1: keep going, man. Keep going. No,
2: I got nothing. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so I figured, you know, now we'd hit. I, you know, I'm still getting nothing. Like nothing at all. Really? It's yeah. It's
0: it's like a weird I,
1: season, man. I am not getting. The
2: activity that I've seen in past years, which is weird, because it is, you know, it's like 30 degrees outside. We have snow coming from what the news is telling us that, you know, I'll be dead tomorrow if they're frozen. I don't know. It's like the, we, we have it all. It's here. But you're right. I'm not seeing the action that I normally get. But I will say that I'm seeing action out of pairs that I've never seen it before, you know. White Lips,
1: Olives, and stuff like that. So, well, that's not uh, anything to shake a stick at. I mean, come on, man. I, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, I think you will so be the, pretty the, the, happy if you only produced White Lips and Olives this season and not one single be, carpet. So,
2: I don't give a shit about these Morelia things. It's like, yeah, I'd be yeah. done. You know, it, <laughs> I'd be like, but that's the secret. I just can't breed Morelia <laughs> one year. Next year, I breed all the funky stuff, and then I have to go back to breeding Morelia. Fine, right. I got it. It's cool. But um it it, it it this is gonna be one of the years that I think this something's gonna surprise us where we're gonna be like we're not gonna see that much activity and then something will happen. Like uh there are certain males that I see that are spurring the hell out of the females. Like my Woma. Um also uh the bread lie, the stonewashed male I got from you will not leave the female alone. And I'm like, Yes. <laughs> so it's Nice. Sat, but, I, but I have not seen confirmed locks. And out of the females that I have seen confirmed locks of, they're not getting huge. They're not getting swollen. They're not getting the, – the belly scales aren't popping. Now are we too early? Are we too – what's going on here? So I have a few ideas that I've been using mm-hmm. that I've been kind of trying to fool around with. Um, one, I posted up on my Instagram today, my biggest male um, shed – Yesterday. Okay. And he's a seven foot male jag from way back when. I took the shed and I ripped it up and I threw it in every cage that had a male that was not him. And the majority of them left it alone. But Uh there were a few that were instantly, like the second that shed landed in the cage, they were instantly interested and upset by it. They were like, they had their faces all up against it. They were smelling it. They were flicking around. And then for the next hour, I saw them whipping around their cages.
1: No shit. Okay.
2: Yes. Yeah. So it was a, um, a head exanthic male and a jungle male. And those two were the only ones that actually saw, like, visible upset action from them. So that's good. My next plan is this weekend uh, after Hamburg – I was going to separate, I was going to feed, and I was going to start my warm up. So that's what we're going to do is I'm kind of hoping that those small meals at the beginning of spring might get something going and that this isn't just going to be an off season. Maybe it'll be a
1: late season. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Um, I just got a bunch of like weaned re- weaned rats is usually what I use. Um, right. Just to, get that little, uh, meal in them. You know, I, I'm with you. I'm the same thing. Like I have seen locks and it just is like, the females are usually way more, you know, I guess they basically ovulated at this point, but maybe, well, I don't know. It's weird because I I was
2: going through and, um, Joe and Melissa were here and I pulled Mm -hmm. out one of my biggest coastals to show them my female. And I wasn't going to bring her this year, but she was thick as hell in the back end, like huge. And I'm like, are you freaking ovulating on me here? Like,
0: right.
2: I, so I'm like, whatever. I put my big mail in there and they were locked up and I'm like, huh. all right, well, apparently I've been missing the ovulations from everybody else. And I'm going to get one clutch of carpets this year. So I don't know. And, you know, I, I was talking to Chris Foley, uh, a couple of days ago and he's like is this your usual i'm getting no morelia for the year panic attack because it's a little early <laughs> yeah he's like to be honest buddy it's a little early this year i'm like yeah, well you know it's fine right just, just tell I suck me as a breeder, I suck I as a breeder. i'm doing nothing correct it's like yes yeah. yes yeah, uh, shut up so i don't i don't know and for all we know, I, I, later on, I could be talking to you after I have to feed and clean two hundred something babies. So I, I don't know. Um, it, it just seems like this has just been a weird year. and yet, you know, uh, I saw somebody get jungles. Uh, was Bill got zebras? Um, Riley's got his papa ones that are about ready to explode. So yeah. breeding's happening. I, I don't. I I have to talk with some more of the people here in the Northeast because so far it's just you and me, and then Matt. And Matt's like bloods are doing blood stuff, and I'm like doesn't help me. So <laughs> it's uh, um, so yeah. uh, this weekend I'll, I'll talk to Eric Kohler. I'll talk to Jason Balin. Um, I'll talk to Howard. So I'll talk to those guys and see see what they're thinking and what they're doing. And right. if they tell me the same thing that it's no, no action,
1: it's just weird. Then it, it, it just might be a weird year. It yeah, remember? Up. It seems like every I don't know if it's like every four or five years we seem to run into into this. I've noticed. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: what was it four years ago? We had that one Christmas that was like seventy-two degrees, and I'm like, I I yeah. don't. <laughs> I think I got I got, and then that was um. The year I moved, I got only got two clutches. But, of course, I
0: moved. Duh. Right. So, right.
2: Um, but, you know, there's sometimes – we're not going to hit home runs
1: every time. Yeah. So. And like I said before, in a way, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: went. To, I went through
1: feeding babies today and cleaning and everything, and I'm just like,
0: oh what like, did I do? Like,
1: <laughs> that's
2: also you. That's you coming off the heels of probably one of your biggest seasons to date because you gave everyone oh, yeah. that you're off. You moved. I mean, you you 100%. did two years worth of breeding in one year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: and you know what's cool. I was telling you this Mm. before. So, like, actually, there's a couple things. I have this red tiger from the red tigers that we were talking about earlier. Um, Yeah. The 07 red tigers, if you will. Yeah. Um, Anyway, this thing looks like a labyrinth berm. It is so (laughs) fucking cool, man. Oh, my God. I pulled it out today. You know how, like, when you first see carpets, when they're hatched, you kind of, like, they don't have color, and the pattern doesn't really pop, and it's kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah. But yep, yep. It's it's like starting to pop. Like now the babies are starting to pop, and like the colors coming in. I have this, I I believe at this point now it's a caramel granite zebra. Holy shit, Jesus. is this thing hot? And the caramel tigers, good lord, they're amazing. Um Yeah, that, you and I got to uh, talk about
2: those caramel tigers.
1: The, yeah. The citrus tigers are starting to get yellow. Oh my, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'm I'm really kind of happy, but th- but these red tigers, man, they really yeah. are really 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 sharp. Looking good. Um,
2: it, so I was happy with those. It's funny this year. I have I have two red tigers. I have a I have an older female that's from that group that we always talk about, and mm-hmm. then I have her daughter, who I wasn't going to breed this year, but I had a smaller male tiger that I threw in with the older female, and they wanted nothing to do with each other. And this, this is one of those classic um, Ted Thompson, like it's a yellow tiger. It's like gold. Gotcha. So I'm like, I want to get some of that going. So I tried throwing it in with her. She didn't want anything to do with each other. So I put it in with the daughter, and he was spurning her. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll see what happens. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but that'd be cool. To just get, I, I didn't get any tigers um, last year because I took my one tiger female. I bred her to the uh, –
1: you know, I I'm, I'm hoping to get some more tigers going. Yeah, you can never have enough tigers. They're always uh... well.
2: Well, it's it, it, it's next year um, the Russian tigers go. Uh, nice. The year after that, that um, my 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 new red tiger male that I got from Balin and that really nice striped female that I got, they go. So it's like in the next couple of years, I, I really hope to be turning out some good tiger projects. You know, I want to get an Exantic Tiger project off the ground and mixed in with my Exantic Jag. Um, I already have made several death threats to KJ that if he sells anybody Caramel Tigers before me, I'm coming for him. So uh, I hope to get that project <laughs> off the ground. Um, right. But yeah, I, I mean, because we, we talked about this numerous times, wouldn't it be cool to have a full display set up of the Tigers of every different flavor and color? I mean, right. yellow, red, right. caramels hypo's i mean that would be killer i want that
1: yeah. so oh yeah. yeah yeah i keep looking at the hypo that i have and speaking of which um yes. i have to back something up then when we did the coastal show we said that caramel we said that carmel and um hypo were allelic which yes. we got that backwards they're not allelic not allelic so so what that means basically is this is that you can have both caramel and hypo show itself, uh, as opposed no, yes, to we, them mixing yeah. together. Yeah, we
2: so, fucked that up. <laughs>
1: but no, it's um. So know, I guess it's like yeah. candy and albino. I guess is
2: that would be a It would be it mixes together because then it's candino. Correct. Right. Oh my god! Did I get a ball right. python thing right? Holy shit! Oh, this is the end of days. Time. I mean, Jesus
1: Christ! Oh, oh, so, oh I was doing oh, so well. Oh, Jesus Christ! I apologize, reptile and chill. Oh my I don't. goodness! I don't. <laughs> it's,
2: been, it's been six
1: years. The you horse know, is coming after you, man. He's going. to Bring him. You know, he's got to
2: He's got to cross the big pond to come get me. So, <laughs> yeah, up, I know.
0: <laughs> even the it's like, chat is surprised. <laughs> it's
2: like, oh my gosh, stop saying what we're all thinking, you know. Right. God, um, <laughs> um <laughs> but
1: do you know what I a Pompeii it. is? Do you know what a Pompeii yep. is?
2: It's a city that got burned up by a volcano.
1: Ah, see,
2: you don't <laughs> know, royal python. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Plus, is there one called a Pompeii that's who named yeah. that and what is it?
0: <laughs>
1: it's actually pretty cool. You've never seen the Pompeii? No,
0: oh. what is it? <laughs> oh
1: dude, I have to I we don't I, we don't have <laughs> to do this, but <laughs> No, you have to see the snake, man. It's 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 pretty cool. <sighs> All right. I'm just gonna okay. show you the image. Can you explain oh, to me pom- what it is? <laughs> um
2: No, I know, I don't wanna call Bill Stiegel. He knows my number, he can call me. You know, that is not an invitation wait. for Bill Steagle to call him, call me.
1: <laughs> wait a minute. How come when I, uh, wait a minute. Uh-oh, you uh, can't find the picture. Uh, Therefore, wait, the animal maybe, doesn't exist. Maybe it's called, no, it's called a Pompeii. What the frig is, uh, <laughs> what is going on here? Well, what is it a mix of? Does anybody know what the hell it is? <laughs> um... I don't know. He just revealed what it was the other day. It's like, um, well, it's Who definitely clown. <laughs> oh, oh, it's um, it's Justin Kabilka. Um, so okay, so actually, the thing I'm thinking of is called the Magma, which is, I guess, like the next step for the Pompeii. Oh, for love um, of hell, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a red stripe clown. Uh, I think it has something else in it too. I'm not a hundred percent, but there's
2: a lot of, do you kind of see how, and, and it's just something I always kind of like admired about the uh-huh. Royal Python thing is that people pick. Nice. I, I know this is very weird. <laughs> um, let, me, let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just stop interrupting me. Let me just get through it. Um, it's, it's kind of like people pick their flavors and then they stuck with it. So like this guy is known for like pastels and he has every single pastel combination, but that's his thing. And then this guy is known for clowns and he makes really good clown stuff. And you know, the clown stuff leads to this and then he's known for that. So it's like they, they find their thing and they follow it. So, you know.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, well, J- Justin Kabilka is really, yeah, there it is. Clown, what red stripe, hell? spot nose, yellow belly, black pastel. Can you imagine trying to hit all those genetics in one snake? Well,
2: I know the black pastel, I know yellow belly, and I know spot nose. I don't know, and I know clown. Didn't know red
1: stripe, but, like, how are all those genes inherited? I mean, clown's recessive, red stripe is... Incomplete dominant spot nose is incomplete dominant yellow belly is incomplete dominant and so is black pesto. Shoot me in the
2: head. Red stripe is a beer. Yes, it is
1: <laughs> in Jamaica. Yes, <laughs> I'll
2: count it. When you're, you're putting your snakes
1: together, you have a little red stripe. They have to you have you pour uh, a beer on them. With, uh,
2: yeah, explodes in some sort of chemical reaction, and then boom, baby snakes. So.
1: No, Justin Kabilka is like really good at. um. He's really good at, and again, this could be just like how it appears on social media, but um, he's like really good at foreseeing a project, you know, like Mm -hmm. he takes like genes that nobody cares about and he kind of like, you know, tries to work it and see the potential of it and then comes up with these insane Royal pythons, man, they're just crazy. I mean, no, that, I watch these awesome. YouTube videos, and I, I'm just, I'm, blo- I mean, it's not like I'm gonna run out and buy them, but I, I just admire. <laughs> I can admire them, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and it's yeah, it's exactly what William just said. Um, it's like the red stripe. Nobody gave two shits about it. And Until you got know, a hold then it. all of a sudden, he, it's like an ingredient in the snake that everybody's like, "What the hell is that?" And then red stripe is just like insane now. Like you can't find it. Everybody wants that's it. That's so it's like weird. Six times the cool. price.
2: You know? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that good for wonder, him with that kind of stuff there. But
1: yeah, I wonder. Like you know, I wonder if that could be done with with car. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like. It could. Maybe in Australia could, you know, like you have an albino silver well, pepper and people are gonna lose their fucking uh, mind, man. Or like a hypo silver pepper something, you, you know,
2: and you everybody's gonna
0: be like,
2: like, he's telling of you it's like you could have this juvenile male silver peppered pure nurry, like, you know, for six grand, I'm like six grand plus however long I'd spend in jail for getting caught trying to smuggle it to the United States probably not worth it it's like you know it's like damn it but I want it (laughs) um but it's really cool if you think about it um let's put it this way I we had the show on Coastals and I had numerous people email me asking about uh getting on a list for the Russian Reds next year right and it's like because I got them and they're going and everybody wants them so but at one point I mean I can guarantee you that Mike Curtin was having trouble selling them I mean, that's what happens yeah. sometimes. Eventually, what what it was old becomes new again. So
1: yeah, because nobody has it, you know. Exactly, um,
2: that's how it goes. But then also, imagine infusing something like right now. Uh, we have yet to see your citrus tiger albinos. We have seen the heads, but we haven't seen that happen yet, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so actually, this is one of the pair, and I, I haven't seen them lock, but the female is pretty, she's pretty, she's thicker, right? Oh, she better. But uh uh-huh. she's a caramel head albino, and I You've ruined
2: it now. You've just, the, I,
0: why? Citrus, <laughs>
1: citrus tiger head albino to her.
0: <laughs> Who knows what these colors are going to be? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like a you, exploded. It, yeah, it
1: looks like fruity
0: pebbles. I know. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What
0: have I done? It's like you know. It, See, that's um. the difference between
1: Justin and me. Like Justin would have a cool name like Pompeii or Magma, you know, and I have Fruity Pebbles.
0: Fruity Pebbles. Please no,
1: please. Please, I
2: want that to be the name. It's like
0: I, I, I want fruity pebble
2: that. tiger. Yeah, I want to see that in a book by Nick Mutton, and then we have <laughs> the fruity pebble tiger. And like you and know, he would, would never side. put
0: that in. There. He would
2: never do it.
0: Oh, he, oh no, would,
2: it could have the longest genetic title. He would never call it the fruity pebbles tiger. I mean, yeah. like it would be great because he though, would... he'd like put it. If he did put it, there'd be like a little thing underneath that says fuck you, Eric. It's like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, where I, you know, I, I don't know where I fall on that, that that branch of thinking. Like, you know, and and, and that's the other thing that um, uh, Kabilka is real good at is marketing. I mean, this dude's a yeah. genius when it comes in. No. I think, like, him and Garrett are, like, really good at uh, that side of it. But I think it's because they did it, in their real life the job. before yeah. they um, became snake breeders, you know? Um, we had
2: that discussion a while ago. It's like, I think things earn names when they are something so drastically different from what you started or yeah. when the names start piling up so badly that you just don't want to call it anymore. Like, you know, eventually a super zebra granite albino hypo is just going to be like... <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's like... So we, we, we can find new ways. It's like, obviously we call... Hypo, hypo albino sunglows, so it will eventually just be a granite zebra sunglow. Like you know, that shortens it for us. So yeah, but we don't have anything new. Is what yeah I we don't think have any kind of
1: like yeah all our names are kind of like yeah. taken from like we have some corn snake. Morph names and then like ball py- <laughs> royal python names and boa constrictor names. We've just uh you know just thrown them all I together. Kind of hoping, I was kind of hoping we were gonna stick with cats
2: for the longest time and just eventually start really running out of it and just be like yes this is the clouded leopard, <laughs> yes. the clouded yep. leopard carpet. How do we get here? Don't even get me started on the Fisher cat. It's like you know it's like see how far we can get. Um, but it, it, it's like we don't have any. There's not ball python has a ton of different stuff a ton of different base morphs and also ones that have been crossed with each other to make new this and new that and all this other stuff i mean when you start getting four or five genes deep you have to call it something different or you're going to spend all day just explaining what the hell it is to a customer so
1: yeah i mean well i think Royal pythons have gotten to the point where a lot of people don't even know what's in it anymore. It's like, I, it's almost, it's almost like you get a special prize or something like when you breed this snake later on, you know, it's, uh, are you kidding me? I, I think I saw somebody, I was, I was hanging out near a
2: table at Oaks and they, and they breed a lot of Royal pythons, ball pythons, short blood tails. I don't know what you can call them anyway, but um, it's, and they kept saying, "Do you and the guy kept asking, "Do you have any multi gene or three gene animals?" and that's all he wanted. He was not interested in any other thing on the table unless it had at least three genes in it so right, yeah,
1: oh
0: yeah, for sure,
1: mhm- um yeah, it's it's i think I think with carpets we might. I are, think we, we might, are, we, are we are we done? We be, like a, what do you mean?
0: Like, I
2: mean, like a, combos and stuff. No. comb not combos. We're never going to be done with combos because there's always going to be this, that, that, this, this cross with this, that cross with that. But are we done with base morph in the United States?
1: Uh base. Yeah, I think so. I think there's like a couple projects that are floating around, but I think for the most part, we, you know, everything that's in the States is. I think, I think the hypo thing probably won't catch on until people like myself that invested in that project early on uh, start to produce stuff. um, Right. Or use, you know, like Paul will put up animals that he has. Like when you see like Paul's picture of his you know, hypo tiger thing
2: is gorgeous. Yeah,
1: dude. I I mean, yeah. Car, Carmel, what, (laughs) you know what I mean?
2: Exactly. So now my thing is that, are we done with base morph? It's without, with the exception of maybe a few projects out there that may end up proving to be something different or, Mm -hmm. um, and then also the other thing is, are we done because of this potential CITES thing that will stop importation of Australian species? I mean, what does it carry? What do you mean? If, it, what
1: do you mean? Into the US from like the yeah. UK or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, guess. I guess it could eventually, you know, take hurt us, but I mean, most of the yeah. stuff that's in the Half UK is Python. What yeah. Yeah. I think pretty much everything in the With UK. With the exception
2: is, of maybe one of or two things. secret projects that we don't know about. Exactly. Um right. and, and obviously, the rest of the stuff is already in, is in Australia and we weren't going to get that anyway. Allegedly.
0: So, well, <laughs> I don't know, man, you know, who knows?
1: <laughs> you know, I was listening again. Oh, what? I, damn. I don't know. I, I think this was, might've been, I don't know if this was reptile and chill or if this was, uh, I don't know. It was Ian on uh, the herp Culture podcast. But podcast, um, okay. but they were talking about, you know, Indonesia and, and like, you know, I think, I think actually what they were talking about was Madagascar. And how, mm. like, nothing really comes in from Madagascar anymore. And then they started talking oh. about Indonesia and how, you know, at, 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 we've heard for years that they're going to shut the doors on Indo and not import yeah. anymore. You know, will it happen? Well, I mean, eventually, I think it will.
2: Um, I think it will, too, because Indonesia is getting picked clean. But I will say that
1: Madag- you saw nothing
2: from Madagascar. And then this summer, you saw a ton of... From Madagascar because remember I told you that the government had changed over and they had changed the rules and lifted the bans on exportation which is why I was running around trying to buy up all my giant Madagascans that I could get like now because well, the, gov- yeah. the government has changed over again and guess what got shut down? Madagascar so there you go so
1: the, th- the thing I never thought about though and I think it was Ian that brought this up was the fact that um, the fact that you know how our government is is with the government that we're talking like you know so like are we in good standing with them do they like us do they hate us are we at war with no one them? you know no, what i mean no one likes us no one likes us well <laughs> so, yeah but you know yeah yeah that's true but um, especially now,
0: right? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, Maybe. It was, pretty, it was pretty dodgy leaving the country, man. I was like, ooh, this could be offered really <laughs> oh quickly. <God>. You know? <laughs> fake Fake Canadian. Just fake Canadian. I did not vote for can. him, man. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> but um, anyway.
2: But, you know, you know, I get it. that You're right. And also it might be that they don't want to export and they don't want to change it. Also, again, I, I think it also goes back to the um, one government will be in charge, and they'll decide that it's time to go, you know, it, it, this is an avenue that we could sell and, you know, get a little money generated for us, and then give them a year, and then the new government comes in and says, this is horrible, and shuts it down. I mean, I think it's a flip of the coin. You know, we we yeah. change politics every four years, it seems. So...
1: Yeah, I don't think that. I, and again, I, I'm I, I know nothing really about Australian government or anything like that. But I would think that as that the reptile hobby grows and becomes more mainstream over in Australia, I think maybe maybe, you know, at least I hope that one day they'll export. I know they'll never import.
0: You know, <laughs>
1: well, and I now, and I totally understand why they wouldn't, but I don't understand why they wouldn't export you know because years you're going to keep people from coming and you know smuggling them so exactly now why, why not use the captive bread stuff and like i don't know you could you could put some kind of tax on it or something that yeah which you know us in the states and i'm sure all over the world beside australia would pay it um oh yeah and then they could put well, it back into conservation get rid of killing cane toads who knows you know what i mean <laughs>
2: Do you think that's part of why they're trying to push for all Australian species to stop being traded over international borders that they might want to look into exportation of themselves and this kills competition?
1: Um, I guess that's
0: possible.
2: I don't know if it goes
0: that
1: deep but I guess it could be possible.
2: Maybe. Hey, no Australian species are allowed to go past any border and then they'll say you know, unless it's coming directly from us and then now The only place where we can get carpets is direct from Australia. I'm not too bent out of shape about that. So, I mean, I'm okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll live. No
2: kidding. (laughs) You and I are going to go pick out our freaking silver peppers. But I don't know. But then there's the other thing is that how long – we know of these morphs now that have appeared in Australia. They could potentially appear here. But I don't think that we're working with the purest of stock that the guys in Australia are. I mean, we have Coastal's. But they're the best of our ability, unless they're a a certain locality. They're the best of our knowledge coastals, you know. And (laughs) same thing goes with jungles. So it's weird like that, too. So I I don't know. I would like to see some more morphs pop up in the hobby. But I'm also just as pleased with the um, just the working of the morphs that we already have here. I mean, I saw uh, some stellar Caramel Tigers produce this last year. Um, KJ, Todd, a bunch of people produce some really nice looking ones. So, and that's been worked. I mean, give it a couple uh, of years.
1: I think, I think, I think the, the, where we are now with the carpet Python morph, um, world in the States mm. and probably maybe even in, you know, in Europe is that refining the morph. So like, I think that we saw a lot of like, it seemed like zebra, you know, that gene in particular was probably the easiest to refine quickly because right. we were working with such beautiful jungles, you know, I mean, yeah, like,
0: yeah.
1: it seems like everything has been put into that one subspecies and, you know, some of the stuff is kind of new and really hasn't been refined. Like Inlands and Darwins are relatively new, you know, being bred in the, in the States. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And, I think once you start like I think once you start to like selectively breed um, one way or another like uh, if you're gonna breed Darwin's and you want you know, like I mean the variety um, you know of Darwin's just in my collection from the different lines is it's crazy, you know? So like you could take that and go a different way. And then, you know, then you, then you breed that into the albino morph and like, you're going to mm-hmm. get some really cool results. So I think like, I think that's what's going to, at least that's where my focus is. It's like always refine. Like if you start with really good base stuff, you know, then obviously you're going to make really cool, uh, morphs on the other end. Um, but right. shit, man! I would be happy with Australia just to get fresh blood into yeah. this, into the uh, game. I mean,
2: uh, William just asked if we could keep if we could uh, get a group of carpets or pythons from Australia. What would it be? Morph species or locality? Um, all well, of the
0: above. <laughs> it's like well, I, I have a yeah. few
2: morphs, I have a few species, and I have a few localities. It's like, um, I would sit just with coastal. I mean, because there's the albino coastal. There's all the different lines of coastal. There's all the different, even just the funky looking ones that I'd want too. But then there's also the freaking uh, diamonds that we we saw, that we were talking about last time. I mean, dear God, um, I'd go with that stuff. I would just want, like you said, fresh blood, too, just to get mixed in there.
1: Yeah, I would probably try to get, I think, I mean, as much... uh, yeah, that would be a tough one ahead. because...
0: Just, yeah, I, I would be torn. Know <laughs> well, I would we be know torn because want.
1: I see, like, you know, obviously the silver pepper stuff that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Darren's working with is just... I mean, to me, that's one of the coolest carpet morphs ever. Um, yeah. And it's in a subspecies that's... Or may, possibly one day full species. That's just amazing. Um, yeah. i don't, I mean, I don't know if... I probably wouldn't touch, you know, bread lie. Um, I think, yeah, but I, I think we got a nice li- group, but there's some stuff there that's cool. Um, exactly. There's some also, I,
2: there's like, what's that patternless morph that's down in Australia or wherever the hell that thing is?
1: Yeah. There's yeah. talk of cystics of some type. Uh, what? I heard <laughs> something like that down there. What? Uh, <laughs> I've heard that from, from a from a few different people. I don't I don't Damn. yeah um I mean for me personally what would I want if I could only have one thing well we all know it I, that mean, would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean why are we even playing
0: <laughs> <It's Yeah>. like,
1: <laughs> I would want like different forms of imbricata Bearded dragons and, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah huh.
0: bullshit well, they
1: they've <laughs> in cross the uh, inbred those things to like Oh, you mean they're not supposed to just be born without skin? Like, I mean, like, dear God. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, I think think morph-wise, I would – so there would be – I have a group of them that I would want. Obviously, it would be the silver pepper, um, (laughs) the albino coastal. Um, <laughs> I would definitely want the uh, the hypo Darwin stuff that's popped up, the melanistic yeah, Darwin man, stuff and that's popped up. You want both ends of the Darwin. You want the hypo and the black, you know? Yeah. 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 You know, so, you know, with that, um, then as far as species go, I would definitely think that we should get, like, some locality-type stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that locality stuff would be pure uh, – you know whether it's coastal jungle whatever, but I mean, how cool would it be to have like uh, a daintree carpet pipe? Oh. You know, oh, but like, I mean, but oh. then there's
2: also there's also things of like you could if you could go and you know we're talking like blackheads like new blood of blackheads we're talking locality Roma sure. stuff. I mean, like there's a lot of things that you can get into with this stuff. I mean, uh. I guess we'll mention Ryan once King Horneye. I mean, like, duh. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: might as well. Yeah,
0: well, um, it's, uh, uh, yeah, well <laughs> I
1: mean, well, yeah, that's the other one. And, like, to me, the the, the, the perfect green tree python, and I, you know, I got my ball, is, yeah, I mean, is Australian green trees. They're green, mm-hmm. like a crazy yes, green like... with a white stripe. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs>
2: they're green like a green tree Python. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, you know, it's,
2: um, yeah. I mean, I, they, they, I, I think all of the above, I think it'd be great to get that kind of stuff. So, and it's not, it, it we, we've been saying this and dreaming about this, our entire reptile careers. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, but also I, I, I guarantee you if we had this conversation, 20 years ago, we'd say that rough scales were never going to happen. I mean,
1: come on. So, who knows? Well, yeah. I mean, and that was the other thing. I heard the, Joe was on uh, Reptile and Chill, and they were talking about uh, finding the uh, the dead pythons in the pine barrens and the guy's trunk. That was Owen Pelly python. The little mm. belly pythons were here in the States. and they died in the pine bar. I hate
2: that story. You know, in New Jersey,
1: I, so close. Yes, <laughs> I know. Like, God damn it, man! God, freaking Australian snake. It's in the up up in the northern territory, man. Like, I, how uh, cold did it have
2: to get to kill it? I mean, yeah,
1: it's like twenty degrees out. Might want to get a heat pack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what a what? I don't know. I just it it it. That that I hate that story. <laughs> it's like you know you went through all the yeah. trouble,
0: <laughs> it's like you know,
2: because yes. then you know worst case scenario you go, you get caught you do some jail time but then they go to a zoo and like maybe the Philadelphia Zoo has overbreeding of Owen pellie pythons. Like
1: come on, <laughs> how does that work? You know you've you've dealt with this. I mean, is there like ever uh, a time? I'm going to let you talk about this because I got to step away from a second, but I'm curious—is <laughs> like ever a time that you know, obviously animals we do are... have zoo stock, but like, how does that yes. work with the private sector?
2: Normally, uh, any kind of accredited zoo, um, like an AZA accreditation zoo, is not allowed to release animals to the public, and actually, a lot of them who have species that are given to them from other countries or other governments are told uh via booking or whatever uh, agreements that these animals are never to be sold outside of the public now that being said sometimes zoos have an abundance of animals where you know they just keep breeding they just keep breeding they just keep breeding now when a zoo has more animals than they know what to do with they'll throw them up on uh an AZA—they call them AZA classifieds. I don't think like, that's not their official name. I know it's not. Um, it's just a place for other zoos to go on to say, like, hey, maybe we had like the oldest Burmese python known to man, and it finally died, and now we have this open enclosure. Well, I'm going to see what other zoos have in surplus. And there's a there's an AZA accredited zoo out in the middle of Utah or whatever, and they've been breeding retics, and they have a ton of retics, and they need to get rid of them. I can petition to get it, and then uh, if everything's approved, if my enclosure is inspected and it's found to have adequate amount of space, they'll send the retick over to me. I'll put it in quarantine. At a certain time, the retick can go into the enclosure. Now, sometimes there are so many uh, of a certain type of animal that they'll start – the AZA zoo will be allowed to start selling or, or gifting them to other – licensed and accredited facilities like ZAA or some of the other menagerie permitted things, this, that, and the other thing, or AZA accredited dealers and breeders around the country. Um, And they will. And then sometimes those animals, once they've been sent to the ZAA facilities or uh, the breeders where there's not a lot of monitoring, they'll breed some more. And then they'll be gifted to people who, Make a donation to the facility and then they go off somewhere else. So it's really like a trickle down kind of a thing. They have to pretty much exhaust, uh, if it's a major accreditation, if it's a, a serious accreditation, they have to pretty much exhaust all zoos and aquariums at the high level and then exhaust all zoos and aquariums at the middle level and then kind of get finally get down to where into per, uh, somebody else's hands and then then it's some backdoor dealing to get them out into the public hands, or it's done in a outside of the United States where I'm not sure how they function with zoos and aquariums and private collections there. So not a right. lot of animals from the zoo make it to private hands in the United States, just because there's a lot of red tape and a lot of different tiers of accreditation and a lot of what you can own based on your, like you know, I cannot own a snow leopard. Therefore, a snow leopard born in a zoo will never become in public in private hands. Because you
1: can, I, you you cannot get a snow leopard at Hamburg.
2: No, no, I get I get a lot of things at Hamburg, but that again <laughs> that there's that difference. So uh, it 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 takes a while, and it, it I would say that reptiles are easier than other animals to go from zoo stock to private hands, but right. Uh, And and the other way, too, where some AZA accredited zoos will contact like uh, people to get breeding stock. You know, Uh, Andrew had two uh, white throat monitors on display at the Lehigh Valley Zoo for about a year and a half because they needed to fill a spot. But they had to go through the whole process of taking possession of those animals from him. They had to go through a quarantine process. They had to be listed in their accreditation journal where when you do that and you list an animal, the AZA can say, you know what? That's a great looking tiger. It would breed great with the tiger over there. They'll come in and take it and tell you to send it. Like you have no choice in that matter. You know, if it's part of a species survival plan, it goes where it's needed. So it's one of those things.
1: Um, Yeah. You know, here's the other thing. Like, I've always, me and Rob have talked about this and, you know, one of the things that comes up is like when Mm. you have a group of diamond pythons, like when we had a group of diamond pythons come in, right? So there's San Diego zoo, there's riverbank zoo, and uh, they both sort of throw what we call reduced pattern diamonds or whatever. Yes. But somehow we think the two aren't related, but like, when when you hear people like Tom Crutchfield talking on Reptile Radio and basically saying, like, he's like, he doesn't understand where these different line of womas come from, or these diamond pythons, because they came all together as a group. Yeah. So, like, it's sort of like what we're doing with the Poplin carpets right now, right? You know, so, like, yeah. D. Riley, Steve Katz, a couple other people, I know Jacob, I think he has some, some of the stuff, Chris. So, we have this Captive Hatch stuff, but it's all coming from the same the clutch The same. Exactly. So it's not going to be like that bloodline. You know, obviously, I think Riley will probably be the first one to produce them. So if he produces them and he calls it the, you know, uh, the uh, Riley reptile line or Riley. Oh, lung, no, no, no,
0: no. <laughs>
2: oh, I, are you telling me that Riley gets to name a line? Oh, no, 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 no. He and I are going to talk. I'm going to make sure it's something ridiculous. So, you know, don't you worry. But, I'll figure
1: that yeah. out. But that, that, that's, yeah, right. That's the situation. So like now if I have, so like if he, if, all right, if I didn't know that he had those snakes or like I hated them or something like that, or he hated me or, you know, whatever.
0: He, There's he a could lot go of tension in that them. chat we have, you know, between <laughs> yeah, the two of you. I can make yeah. you feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't hate <laughs> Riley. I love
1: Riley. He's a great guy. But it's, no, I, I no, just but want I to put that, that out there because <laughs> next thing you'll be like, like oh, the Eric, Why, dude? Eric doesn't like you.
0: <laughs> the
1: Eric
2: sucks line of IJ. Yes! Yeah. You know, but no. Um, but anyway, it would be – So, like, if
1: I produced it, it would be, you know, it, this is the Burke line and this is the Riley line, you know. Right. Or Jimson line or whatever, you know. So, like – I should change that. This is the Jimison Br- Jimison bloodline and the Burke bloodline, but really, there's both the same bloodline. Same bloodline, and different lines. You know?
2: No, so, I get that. And do we? We had that? Didn't we have somebody go in there? These are unrelated rough scale pythons. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's like you know it. What? It's or a new bloodline of rough scale pythons? N- no, no, n- no. It's right. Some people don't understand that. Where yes, these. It, well, didn't that it happen? All, it did. It <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. And it, and it caused me physical pain. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, it's like, what are you talking about? So it's it when it comes down to the diamond stuff, if they all came in in one group and were split up, of course they're all related. I mean, well, even not if they, all of
1: them. But what I'm saying, no, is not is all of them. Those, but the ones that throw these reduced patterns, like we think it's magical. Well, it's not magical. It's no. It's, I think it's recessive. And, you know, I think it's because you breed these two lines together and you're like, well, you don't know what you're going to get. And like, you know, (laughs) I I don't know, man. (laughs) It's just like, dude, they're related. (laughs) It's just like what happened with the Stonewash. Like Stonewash was this, you know, we had this gene that was not even known, you know, and then all of a sudden it pops out and then it pops out in Brian Barchek's collection and, you know, somebody else produces them and it's like... Whoa, what the hell is this? Well, it's the same freaking thing. You know? It is. It's just yeah. So
2: it it is. And that's and that's just how it goes. And and unless you can trace that stuff back or down, you're right. If you didn't know that say if Riley and you you and Steve didn't talk to each other, you'd have you'd think you were the only guys hanging out there with these wild hatched IJs or these captive hatched IJs. I mean, you'd be the only guy thinking that you'd think it was up to you to name it. And that's I mean, it, yeah, it's not. You, you're right. And that's how you get these three different lines. I mean, who's to say that certain other lines that we've talked about are not somewhere further back related? We don't know. Yeah. All yeah. On how far the records go.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you see that video I posted up today? Um, it was from uh, Australian Reptile Park where they released the diamonds back into the wild.
2: There's like yes, 23 uh,
1: baby diamonds. So I love like, that. <laughs> that
2: was so cool, man.
1: It's like, great,
2: wow. dude. I mean, like, it wasn't their mother was hit by a car and they got the eggs out of her or something like that. Or am I thinking about something else? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I know they rescued the eggs. I wasn't 100 percent sure. Um,
2: or mom mom didn't make it. We know that mom, yeah, didn't make it. Yeah. And that they, they rescued they the eggs. And the babies did, and
1: that's fantastic. I love that stuff,
2: you know. Yeah.
1: It's cool stuff. Um, the other thing that, uh, what was I gonna say? Shit,
2: um, no idea.
1: Oh, no, I got it. So, um, I'm mm-hmm. it, it, I flip over because I see somebody sending um pictures on the chat, and this mm-hmm. chondro pops up, and it's it's called. It's from Jade's Dragons. This thing has okay. to be the most insane chondro I ever seen. I'm gonna post it All in the right. chat. Okay. The thing is not. Let's. Let's see. That
2: Dear thing God,
1: is, that thing is insane, dude. Is that thing real? Yes.
0: Are we sure? <laughs> like I mean. Yes.
1: Like, damn, dude. Yeah, that's Crazy Snake, man.
0: See, again,
2: uh, condros do this thing where it's like, those things are gorgeous. God, I wish I got into condros. And then, like, I hold a chondro or I care for a chondro for, like, an hour. And I'm like, God, I hate these things. So it's like, you know.
0: It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a love-hate relationship. It's a
2: love-hate relationship. It's the same thing with Scrubs. I'm like, man, these things are great. And then, like, I get bit in the knuckles. I'm like, God, I hate these things. It's like, um, it, 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 it's, you can do so much with chondros and so many cool things. And that is just phenomenal. And I hate that, you know, that thing would breed to a freaking stellar female and then the babies would come out, and I would spend a ridiculous amount of money, and then it would just turn green. I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I couldn't,
0: right?
2: I can't handle it. Like, I can't.
1: Uh, I I'm telling you, man, chondro breeders, they got the best racket in the whole reptile business. They, <laughs> they don't have to tell you what sex it is.
2: Yeah, they don't well, have to tell it you what it's to
1: look like.
2: I was it, thinking just, about that because it was the Arlington show and I saw Bill Stiegel running around being retired bill, which I guess he has like a five o'clock shadow now. And that's the only difference. Oh um, uh, yeah. I but saw that. It was like, you know, he, I'm like, God damn it. He's let him, he's, he's not shaving now that he's retired. Look at him, but um, he's got all his contra setups and stuff like that. And all I can think about is every person who walks up the bill is just going to be like, are these from sickness? At least from the sickness. At least from sickness. At least from the sickness. It's like, it, it, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's the it's the best racket in the world. You get one really good looking one, slap a name on it, and then the babies just fly off the shelves. So
1: yeah, yeah. And and you can't. And the and the cool thing is, is like with them in particular, like yeah, you can't be disappointed with a green snake. I mean, everybody loves can't a green reptile (laughs) yeah i know right
2: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean like well let's i mean look at it this way let's say you were to get a green tree python that had yellow line in it and it doesn't get the amount of yellow scales that you thought but it gets a a few and looks attractive Mm -hmm. you're still going to be happy with that animal like you know it's or even the same way with black scales. Like, say if it doesn't get a ton of black, but it gets some to look really kind of cool-looking. I've yeah. never heard anybody really get totally pissed off that their snake didn't turn out like the parents because a lot of times, if you're paying for a designer, uh, it's still going to come out looking cool. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, even the ones that are, like, mustard yellow, even they're cool because then you I take know, them outside an and idea. then, like, you got, like... These blues pop out and sh- like colors that you didn't even know were there. You're like, what the hell? You know, but
2: well, Casey just posted up some uh Goldfield shingleback skinks in the chat. I have no, oh.
1: never seen shinglebacks that color. Oh, shinglebacks, dude. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's um what's her name uh ty uh eeper po- posted up um some kind of shinglebacks from the northern territory today that were just like a different locality of them or something yeah
0: they're like they're like holy hell god, they I were was... cool yeah
1: dear god they're cool man i i do like, I like the, uh, yeah yeah i do like them i i don't know if i would ever get them you know but very cool.
0: Who do, you have
2: to, who do you have to kill to get these things?
0: Apparently, a couple <laughs> of
2: Australians custom agents. Apparently, it's like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but dude, it's. I wonder if the guys who are in Australian herpetoculture really kind of know just how much we're dying to 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 see or keep or breed those animals because or, or is there some like american species that's like you know what if i could get my hands on a california King snake, it's like
1: wait what it's like yeah I don't, yeah it, it, I, i've often wondered that if they have that same yeah. feeling like do they see the magma ball uh real python and they're like
0: good lord i gotta have that thing you know,
1: like, <laughs> and well, we're like, like there was some,
2: really there was some dude in australia that like he will be he's under arrest for for importing stingrays and a corn snake, I'm like, man, went to jail for a
0: corn snake. <laughs> it's like, oh damn. It's like... <laughs>
1: Go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, that's kind of crazy man
2: well i'm like but, was it at least a good good corn snake it's a picture of a snow and i'm like you didn't even go to jail for a palmetto what's wrong with you
1: so yeah. you know it's but like the but, australians they probably think the same of carpets they're, they call them crapets, yeah. man <laughs> you know well. they're like yeah, what would what would you want that for when you can have that like a snake uh, that's living in my shed you want it you, yes yeah. <laughs> You could have like a king brown man. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> oh, you're right.
0: Yeah.
1: Why <laughs> yeah. you
2: haven't gotten an albino red belly snake? Well, it is pretty, but you know it's yeah. like no. God.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There's so many cool reptiles over there. You know. I, uh, yeah. There. They could. Oh man, it's just crazy. now. Now. But... Now.
2: Now. Are we just taking the shit that we have here for granted because
1: we can't get the stuff that they have? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's, like, one of those yeah. things. You always you want what you can't have, you know? And Of course. Um, I, think, I think for some people, like myself, there's just, you know, you've always been attracted to, um, you know, certain places um, just fascinate you. I think Steve Irwin, at least for my generation, Steve Irwin had a lot to do with that, like, you know, making Australia cool. You know, my generation, yeah. right? <laughs> Your generation. You
2: know, in my <laughs> yeah. day... Back in my well, day,
0: dude, I... what? Back in my day,
1: a phone had a dial on it that spun around.
2: Did you see that It was attached to
0: the wall.
1: Did you see the
2: thing where they put the phone down and they had to? They showed it to the teenagers like, "You have ten minutes. Call a number." They're like, "How does this
0: work?" And it was a rotary <laughs>
2: phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, um, but no, it's, uh, it, you know, it, again, how much shit do you have downstairs or in, in your collection right now that at one point, you know, people would have killed for?
1: Oh yeah, for sure, man. Tons of exactly.
2: shit. Well, you have, you have an, you have carpet python morphs, you know, at one point those were mystical things to us. Like, you know, it's, you have how many Jaguars? It's for like, sure. You know?
1: Yeah. It, it, it's just the way it is. I mean, um, well, I feel like that with you, the hypo now, you know, I mean, yeah. if you, you listen to the beginning of our show back, you know, I was drooling eight, over hypo. eight years ago, we we're just like, Oh my God, if we only had hypo and now we uh, have hypo and, and everybody's it. like,
0: <laughs> it's just a call.
1: Oh, you know? Shut up. Not, yeah, <laughs>
2: you, exactly. You have no idea how long we waited for this crap. Yeah. Shut up. You know, it's, it, it, it again, I think we're spoiled to a certain extent, but we'll see. Um, I would like to see more refinement in certain morphs and just to see how it goes because it's almost like I, for a while there, when zebra popped out, everybody was talking about just refining the yellows and the blacks, and then we got to the point where people were turning out good looking zebras, so we just kind of stopped. It's like, and good enough. I'm like, all right, yeah, so it's like I would like to see that, and and I mean you and I were talking about how I, I never really tried really hard to make a jungle project for myself, but then just from friends of mine selling their collections or carpets just falling into my lap, all of a sudden I'm like, I have how many you scattershot animals? What? And like, you know, it's all this other stuff. It's just like, sometimes it just happens. So yeah. I, it, it, I would like to see definitely more refinement in coastal stuff more refinement in uh, the albinos. Like I want to see what your citrus tiger, I want to see what your citrus tiger head albinos do. I want to see what the oranges and the colors and the pinks and the purples. I want to see what comes through with that. So,
1: yeah. And I think the thing with that project is again, like I think when they pop out and they're born, you're not going to really see the potential and then no, you got to wait. Yeah. As they get older and you know, then you show people adults, and I think, you know, that's going to be pretty cool. And anything that I put that, that line to has produced insane animals, you know? Yeah. Um No, you're up. So, so I, I, I don't think that the albino would be an exception. I mean, you know, the cool thing about carpets and the albino is just like I said, there's just so much uh, variability when it comes to. Uh, comes to carpets that it just makes it so much so exciting that you can go so many different directions you know i mean like even just jungles i mean there's people that, like they like lemon yellow then there's some that like mm. the butter yellow then there's some that like the neon yellow some like the people with more of the orange type of yellow um, some people like tipping
2: some people don't like no tipping. tipping
1: yeah yeah some people I mean, like
2: morphs. some people but don't. honestly
1: yeah, I, yeah the jungles i see today and and maybe i'm not looking in the in the same place but you remember back in the days like with andrew Hare and like yep um those guys and jake milbrat and all you know they had like like oh my god they were just insane and now it just seems like we've sort of fell into they all look the same
2: well no i let me put it this way i would say that you know, at one point, you could only go to Headhunter and Jake and, and and Andrew Hare and all those guys to get the really kick-ass, and Mike Curtain and get the really kick-ass good-looking jungles. The problem is that we all did, and we all got one or two animals, and now those animals have found the way to each other, and, you know, the people have left the collection, which means that their really kick-ass jungles have now merged with these guys' really kick-ass looking jungles, so it eventually got to the point now where it's not that hard to find a really, really good looking black and yellow carpet Python. It's not as hard as it used to be.
1: Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that they all kind of look the same phenotypically. Like they've kind of lost that variability that, that I remember seeing back in the forum days, you would see like, like you just see such a variety of how they looked and now they seem to all have like the solid black, you know, like yes. the Johnny Blaze look, if you will. You know that kind of uh, like.
2: <sighs> but no, I I I, I agree because I have an Andrew Hare animal, and then I look at it in the Do You Shot animal, and I'm like, you're different, I guess. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't know. Um, yeah. But it, it's, it's working with it, like you know, Vanda is only being worked with by Kohler, um, and I think uh, Nick. Uh, I have animals from the lineage, but I don't have straight van- – I used
1: to, but I don't anymore.
2: Yeah, I have one from that lineage, but I don't have one from I – I, I never had one from straight because my original ones were Vandavetner mixed with a zebra. So – and apparently I'm told that doesn't count. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I have uh, – it came from Nick. It was Van Vandervetner and something else, but it's yeah. like my so, black jungle project. Exactly. Exactly. So
2: the, it's just, it is what it is. But I'll say that, you know, we talked about how earlier today, early in the episode today, we talked about how there used to be striped jungle projects all over the place, but they all kind of fell by the wayside. Cause everybody started breeding zebras and jungle jacks. So everybody was chasing the super zebra for a while. So
1: nobody's really dealing Yeah, you with don't the even really see them. And remember how like, uh, yeah, it's like, Jungle I mean say what you will about the jag and the whole you know jungle jags
0: and Jump, all that stuff yep. but dude yep. it's
1: hard it's it's hard to beat a freaking phenomenal jungle jag i mean
0: it is it dude, really is
1: they're freaking neon yellow uh huh you know and like solid black beautiful beautiful snakes but you don't see many people doing anything with them
2: i have jungle Jags. what's that so do i <laughs> <laughs> i know weird i got it it's it, it, it because i think people got into them and people did other stuff i think people have shifted more like it is super zebra you know for the first couple of years that zebras run around everybody wanted supers and then when it started coming out that they have problems with their tails i think a lot of people balked and went a different direction
1: yeah I remember when we were thinking like could you uh make Breed a super up. zebra that was neon yellow you know and yeah. like that you know it doesn't well, seem everybody- like people push that Everybody
2: stopped. It's like, you know, it the, the, first off, we had the ones with the kink tails for the longest time and then Jason produced one without a kink tail and that animal I think produced offspring without kink tails. So it, it's like it was starting to get to the point where maybe the kink tail wasn't going to need to be something we were worried about anymore. But then nobody really started pushing for the really 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 hot yellow. Like I said, everybody was working with zebra got to a point where they got the yellow and the blacks okay, and then they stopped. Right, No one's really trying to push for the bright, bright, bright yellow zebras, and nobody's crossing them together to see if they can get an insanely bright yellow super zebra. Right now, they'd much rather have the albino super zebra or the xanthic super zebra. Like Nobody's trying to enhance or progress on super zebra.
1: Yeah. I guess it's just like Ryan was talking about just how like uh, I guess to a point it's kind of like that, yeah. you know, when when the species is closed off and you can't get in, you know, the gene pool sort of like melts the to, melts together and just becomes one type of look exactly. or two type of looks, you know. But I think well, I think. I, <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. Maybe it just goes to the variability of jungles as opposed to, like, you know, say, coastals. Because, like, still today, coastals are just so variable. And maybe that's just them. They're just super variable. And, you know, but – or maybe everybody I, just wants that – like I said, everybody just strive for that. It is an impressive look, you know, solid mm-hmm. yellow, solid black, you know, like I jet black. I think
2: yeah, I think we pushed it in all those muddy, ugly, non-solid
1: yellow, solid black carpets. We just let go and fell by the wayside. And I think I think the other part is like when the, the carpet python morphs started to really like kind of take off and, mm-hmm. you know, people were starting to make different combinations of stuff. I think what, what happened is we got a little royal python crazy and we kind of like just tried to like, well, let's combine this, this, and this, see what happens. Right. Just to see right. what the results are. So it kind of like pause progressing uh certain morphs because we're just trying to look at what the combo, like, what does this combo do? What does this combo right. of jeans do? You know? And so then once kinda, we figure
2: that out, we'll go back and refine it. But sometimes I don't think yeah. we ever made our way back around, you know?
1: Right. Well, that's what, that's, that was always been my goal. I I think of guys like, you know, who I see that's, like, somebody that stands out to me is Martin uh, Rosemont. Like, to yeah. me, he's, like, really working on making, like, you know, stellar uh, zebra jags or stellar zebras or – you know what I mean? And he has, like, a couple different, you know, uh, projects that he's – but his animals are always – They're like freaking phenomenal and he's trying to refine that and even though it's only zebra jag and just two jeans it's still going to be like some of the nicest zebra jags that you'll see
2: Uh, I would like to see all the different lines of pop one that you guys have you know you Riley Steve stuff like that I would really like to see you guys refine that to the point where if I look at a granite from each individual line that they look different
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that that even hasn't been touched at all. I know.
2: Like, well, you think about like that, like bright orange animal that you have. I'm like, God damn it, just put that in a granite. Like, let me see what that looks like. You know. Oh yeah, that's gonna be
1: insane. Like, think about that. Yeah, yeah, if that if that orange is sort of like the base color, imagine like that Uh orange being behind the darker scales on the top of the granite. You know what I mean? Like, kind of popping out. We've seen that with some some that are kind of like they they started as yellow and then they kind of like yeah. as they age they kind of doled out. But like you know there hasn't been any kind of mix of like poster child blood or GQ blood or anything yeah. that's like that crazy crazy. Trust me, man. Give me a few years and you're gonna All see right. like you know everybody's <laughs> even, gonna want a poplin carpet because then Indo's gonna close. Nobody's gonna yep, be able and to and get be them. Done. And then everyone's going to be like, Oh my God, these are all of a sudden, it'll be like thousand dollars for a pop one carpet Python. And
2: that's the only, and that just and pop one's the only way to get fresh from the wild stuff. So if there's ever going to be yep. a brand new carpet base morph it's going to come out of that in the United States, I guarantee you. I mean, that's beer where we show up. Um, and I, I mean, dude, I've seen out of my granites that I've, reduced um, the, uh, <laughs> easy <laughs> yeah, the, I'm just gonna say it, and we're gonna move on um the yeah. um they there there's some that are darker than the others and there's some that are brighter than the others, and then even the heads mm-hmm. there's some that have a lot more dark and that, like you there's room for tinkering and refinement, and it would be like and even then you've seen we've seen granites that look drastically brighter and more appealing than their siblings. Um, and I, I mean, like they're, you can go nuts with that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Sky's the limit for sure.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. All right. I guess. The, uh...
2: Eventually, eventually somebody will make an ivory zebra and somebody will eventually make a gelatin zebra. Um,
1: yeah. Somebody I think, will eventually uh...
2: make a gelatin zebra jag. That'll kill Nick. That'll be the one that does it.
1: So, that'll um, be the nail in the coffin.
2: That'll be the one that, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll happen. So, it'll happen. Um, you know, I'm okay. Surprised, I'm surprised, I'm surprised actually how long the locality stuff has not been mixed into other shit. Like, I, I, I'm surprised nobody's taken a straight up Brisbane, a uh, Brisbane, sorry, and bred it to a Jag. Like, I, it hasn't, happened yet and it's weird every year we go by it's weird no
1: well no if the story is correct no 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 no. (laughs) Yes. if the story is correct uh that actually was what the original jag popped out of
2: right so if you were to breed a jag to a brisbane i i I mean would it would you
1: get benjamin <laughs> Would it be white? Yeah.
2: You know, <laughs> On that note, Jesus right.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't I can't do I can't. it anymore. <laughs> I
2: can't do it anymore. I'm done.
1: You took it too far. <laughs> yeah, you did. You went um,
2: right into my heart.
1: <sighs> yeah. No, but like, you know, no, some of that some of that has been bred into like if you look at some of uh, if you go onto Nick's website, um and right. you look at some of the lineage stuff. Like a lot of um, coastal stuff was bred with Rockhampton. Um, right. And I think that was just to outcross stuff, you know, because Rockhampton was unrelated. I mean, that is a different bloodline of coastal carp.
0: Yeah. You true.
1: So's Port Douglas. So's Brisbane. So's, uh, you know, uh, Lemke. And like they're all different, different bloodlines of, of coastal. So, you know, it only makes sense that you would. You know, as long as you keep that locality going, because, you know, the thing of it is, is once you breed that locality to, say, you're going to breed it to a Jag, you breed it to a Jag, it's, it's gone. no longer yeah. that locality. I mean, you know, which is fine for some people, but you want to always want to make sure that you have that, you know, locality sort of line, per, you know, safe so yeah. that you can still have Rockhampton. Um, yeah, take... Take your Rockhampton
2: male, breed it to your Jag female, but then also breed it to the Rockhampton female. I got it. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Well, (laughs) well.
0: Some people don't. uh, I know it's. uh, I know
2: it's easy for us, but yeah, I got it. (sighs) Uh,
1: Okay. Um, So uh, we do have. We're going to have a a show coming up on a Sunday where we're going to have the reptile and chill guys come and, uh, hang out with us. Um, seems like are Sunday we, are, is the only, not this Sunday. Are we going,
2: following are, we going March, on, March. are we going on their show or are they coming on no. our show?
1: They're oh. coming to
3: our territory.
2: They're coming to our show. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Man,
2: I'll make sure to call them ball pythons as much as I can. Just to, I mean, yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Nah, no, no, they're good guys. And, um, uh, yeah. So yeah, Joe from, from the ground up was just on their podcast the other day and that was a pretty cool episode. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, they did uh pretty, talked about some pretty cool topics and stuff and, you know, it was, it was awesome. Um, so anyway, uh, that's going to be, uh, off the, you know, the normal schedule, uh, type of deal, but we'll still do the yep. show on Tuesday.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I looked in your contract and it says that you were uh, able to perform three shows within a week. Over what? three shows I have to pay you what overtime. Did that ever <laughs> yeah. Like, Union contract.
2: It. it was on the tip of my tongue. I was like, "This is mean we can see I know on. where you're going.
0: <laughs> and you just throttled it. Like you just nope. okay. <clears throat> <Try again. laughs> All right
1: all right (laughs) uh so um so for us um i i want to continue to give uh jeff a shout out um again from the hands of jeff frederick Uh, if you need any kind of logo work done or anything like that uh, be sure to hit him up um he does awesome work he was responsible for uh, many of the past uh, Carpet Fest logos as well as our new uh, NPR logos. Speaking of NPR, I'm actually working on redoing the website. Um, <clears throat> there's like a, a more modern type of look to it. So I'm slowly working that over, but uh, it's, I'm working it under MoreliaPythonRadio.net and then uh, I'll switch it over. So sort of like my EB Morelia, it's EBMorelia.net.com, but they both go to the same place. So. Um, Gotcha. So there's that. So stay tuned for that. And uh, I guess if you want to get in touch with us, um, you know, info at com is our email. Uh, You can listen to the show on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you use. Um, And you can follow us on our Facebook page. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm sure there's a way to do this, but like I can't Mm -hmm. do Instagram for the show because... I can't have two different accounts like I on my phone at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like it makes it hard yeah, to I get, I get it. like I'd have to log out of one and log into another. It's kind of painful. Right. Attention. Um there has to I'm be sure a way to get them Yeah, I'm sure uh, there's a workaround somehow.
2: But somewhere, somewhere,
1: someplace. But we do, we do, we do have to get on Instagram. That is, that is for
2: sure.
1: Eventually we'll make our way there (laughs) since that is the uh, way things seem to be moving, except for us old Mm -hmm. people, or I should right. Mild people, people like myself. You know, <laughs> we stay on Facebook. All the young youngins are on I'm just, youngins, I'm all just on tired
2: all the time now. It's like you've been hanging around <laughs> you too much. Yeah, I just want to yell at children
1: to get off my lawn. I just lawn. want to take a nap and you know. Yeah,
2: exactly. Just want to go home.
1: Why are you taking a nap at two o'clock in the afternoon? Shut up, you. Because I'm tired. Go to hell. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. And then slowly, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, shit, now my father. When my dad. Oh, what happened?
0: (laughs) How did this happen? (laughs) I
1: swore it would never would. Somehow, I just morphed into him. That's why I'll never
2: shave my beard again. I look so much like my father. (laughs) It's just scary.
1: Never happening. Here's a question (sighs) for you real quick. Yep. Have you yeah. ever have you ever been in the situation where you've said something and you're yeah. listen, you just hear yourself say it and as you're and saying it, sounds, it you're like, oh shit, that sounds shit. just like my dad. God damn it. I have <laughs>
2: I have also also my father, my older sister, my younger sister, and my brother and I all have the same exact laugh. So right? if it's something that happens, we all laugh at the same time, same place. Eerie, like I needed to leave the room at one point. I'm like, and I, I, I need to be away from you people. So yeah,
1: it's like McIntyre laughing surround sound. I did. It's horrible.
0: <laughs> so, uh, uh,
1: awesome. Anyway,
0: all right. Um, and then
1: for me, ebmorelia.com. dot com. My email is eric at ebmorelia.com. dot com. You can find me all over the place. <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, for me, you can go to rogue It reptiles dot com. It is. Uh, we're working on it. Uh, The for sale ads are all up to date. Uh, If you try to contact me and I don't get back to you immediately, it means the form did not go through. Trust me, I'm yelling at people uh, all the time to get that fixed. But if you have any questions, you can contact me through my Facebook page. You can email me, all that fun stuff. Um, As far as shows go, this Saturday at Hamburg Reptile Show, I'm splitting the table with... Billy Herp the Culture, Matt Minatola, Come check us out there. And then I will be able to deliver animals to Tinley Park in March. I will not be there, but they will. So check wow. them out. They'll be with Andrew Llewellyn and Brian Waterloo on their table. Uh, they'll have iguanas, lace monitors, and some carpet pythons from pennsylvania so Ooh. you know i feel kind of feel kind of low on that bar Ooh. there
0: it's, like, it's <laughs> like lace monitors
2: iguana Owens oh it's carpets i'm like oh like,
0: <laughs> coastal carpet <laughs> it's
2: like coastal carpet pythons like oh it's like Somebody i'm down there scratches
1: out the carpet and puts crap it
2: yeah crap it well they would do that um <laughs> yeah so that'll be cool uh other than that um you can also go to facebook look at brograph tiles on facebook.com You can follow me on Instagram. It's my last name, McIntyre, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E-O-J. And that's it. Um, We will say thank you all for listening, and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.